This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. We're starting things differently with the news of the day. Bill Belichick, as we speak, is addressing the media at one Patriot place. He and the Patriots are separating from one another. He already thanked Robert Kraft. Let's go up to New England right now and hear from Belichick. And they head into it, and, uh, and that's why we're successful. So um, for the coaches, the support staff, um, it's an amazing staff here that, that supported me in every way. Um, all the scouting and all the, the football support people from equipment, training, uh, security, video, operations, um, uh, and so forth, right down the line, dining room. I mean, it's all, it's all first class. It's all, you know, extremely, extremely good. And, um, you know, special thanks to Bears and Nancy. They've been here since day one and, um, you know, made my life a lot easier or I've made theirs a lot harder, however you want to look at it. Um, but that's a uh, you know a big shout out to them, and of course uh, a great great deal of thanks and appreciation to the players. Uh, players win games in the NFL, and I've been very very fortunate to coach some of the, the greatest players uh, that have ever played, some of the greatest players that have ever played for the Patriots. Some are already in the Hall of Fame. Uh, many more are going. Um, but again, regardless of how long any of the players were or weren't here, or what their role was, or or how many games they played, or even if they didn't win championships. Um, you know, I respect the way the players come to work here on a daily basis. Uh, all of them, and I've coached, you know, well over a thousand. <clears throat> but their their ability to work, prepare, uh, train, you know, in the weight room, um, you know, train their bodies, uh, meet, rehearse over and over again. You know, what we need to do things right to to be successful to win. Uh, it's just I have so much respect for all the players, um, and certainly we've had you know many that have been here for a long time and. You know, had great contributions and, and uh, too many to name at this time. But, um, you know, great thanks to the players and um, to the media for you guys. I, I don't know that anybody's gotten more coverage than uh, than I have or we have in the past 24 years. Um, you know, meet, meet with you guys a lot, respect what you do. Um, you know, you're a voice to the fans. And uh, even though we don't always see eye to eye all the time, most of the time, but not all the time. Uh, I do respect what you do, and and uh, and finally to the fans, um, you know the fans here are amazing. Um, you know, there's so many memories of the fans, the the send-offs, um, the parades, um, the Sundays, you know, whatever the whatever the situations are, um, the letters of support, uh, the you know seeing the fans, you know, away from here, you know, at a gas station or a grocery store, or, you know, where would you bump into them. Uh, Patriot fans here, and not just in New England, but uh, they extend nationally and even internationally uh, as I've traveled. Uh, it's amazing how far the, the arm reaches. We saw that this year in, in Germany. So, uh, so appreciative of the fans for all the support they've given me, uh, my family, uh, and this football team. And uh, it's with um, just so many fond memories and, and uh, thoughts that I you know, think about the Patriots and, and I'll always be a Patriot. I look forward to coming back here. Uh, but. At this time, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna move on, and uh, I look forward. I'm excited for the future, uh, but always very very appreciative of the opportunity here, the support here, uh, and you know the what Robert what you've done for me. Thank you. Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft addressing Uh, the media in New England on ESPN Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. And as 
Bill mentioned yesterday uh, we met and mutually agreed to part ways amicably. And like a good marriage, a successful head coach owner relationship requires a lot of hard work. And I'm very proud that our partnership lasted for 24 years. I don't think in the NFL there's been any other partnership that lasted longer and has been as productive as ours. I trusted my instincts to bring Bill back to New England in 2000 after immediately regretting not hiring him after working with him together in 1996. When I did hire him, I was still making the transition from the fan who bought season tickets in 71, sitting on the metal benches in the old Foxborough Stadium with my boys to try to become an experienced owner. Bill has taught me a lot over those years, and we had high expectations for what we could achieve together. I think we were the only ones who had those expectations, and I think it's I think it's safe to say we exceeded them. We did. Thanks to you. Um, it's hard to put into words, really, when I think back to sitting on those metal benches and that we'd have an opportunity to go to 10 Super Bowls together and bring six Lombardi trophies home to Massachusetts. At heart, I will always be a sentimental sports fan. So this is a very emotional day for me. Some of my happiest and most memorable moments were celebrated with my family during Bill's tenure here. I recognize that it also is a very emotional day for many of our fans and most of our fans as it represents the end of an era, one that hopefully will always be celebrated in this region. The man standing to my left brought the leadership and coaching skills that were needed to make this type of unprecedented success that we have had possible. Coach Belichick will forever be celebrated as a legendary sports icon here in New England, and I believe go in as a pro football Hall of Famer on the first ballot. Why? Because he is the greatest coach of all times. Which makes this decision to part ways so hard. But this is a move that we mutually agreed that is needed at this time. What Bill accomplished with us in my opinion, will never be replicated. And the fact that it was done in the salary cap and free agency era makes it even more extraordinary. I thank Coach Bill for his hard work and dedication. It'll be difficult to see him in a cutoff hoodie on the sideline, but I will always continue wish him continued success except when he's playing our beloved Patriots. So I thank you all for coming here today. 
and being part of this uh, celebration. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. He's got a so cold, Robert so Kraft. Of course, the uh, owner of the New England Patriots, he is scheduled to take questions from the media a little bit later. You heard from Bill Belichick there a moment ago. As it is official, he and the Patriots are parting ways, as Robert Kraft put it, amicably. It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. Uh, you know, at the very beginning, uh, they started a minute early, which feels appropriate for Belichick. Uh, right, Joe? Because he's not going to not be on time for a press conference. Uh, that's for sure. But at the same time, um, you know, he thanked Kraft. He thanked uh, everybody that had worked for the Patriots over the years. And you heard the rest of it. Um, listen, this felt like this was just something that took a few days for them to iron out in terms of how they wanted to do this. And uh, I give Kraft credit. It's uh, not an easy move to make, but he felt like it was the right thing to do and did not try to squeeze anything out of uh, Belichick if he wanted to go somewhere else. And Bill obviously got what he wanted, whatever it was in the last 72 hours since he was saying on Monday that I am showing up to work and we're ready to go. Two stats. Two stats on Belichick's tenure in New England that jump out to me. And people will focus on the Super Bowl appearances, the Super Bowl wins. That stuff's obvious. Just two I'm going to throw out that I've come across recently that I absolutely love. Number one, since Bill Belichick took over as the head coach of the New England Patriots in the year 2000, the other 31 teams in the NFL have hired a total of 162 head coaches. Oh that is an average of 5.2 coaches per team, per team since the Patriots hired Belichick. 5.2 coaches per team since the Patriots hired Bill Belichick. Stat number two, this comes courtesy of our friend Hembo. In his tenure as the head coach of the New England Patriots, including the playoffs, Belichick went 52-28 and 28 in games decided by three or fewer points. 65% hit rate in coin flip games. Wow. Simply remarkable. I, I, I think about the, the, not just the amount of wins because he was there for so long. Uh, the amount, uh, 333. I don't know how important the Shula record is to him, how much of that is a... Uh, uh, as part of him wanting to go coach somewhere else, which Kraft made very clear is obviously going to happen here um, uh, at the end of that statement. But the the number that jumps out is 71%. He won 71% of his playoff games. 31 and 13 in playoff games. That's absurd. That That's an absurd winning percentage for anybody in a, in one season, let alone what he did for his entire career in New England. Now, we're going to get into all the perspective on this, where he ranks, where uh, what it meant with him with, with and without Brady, and where exactly he is headed next. There is so much to get into, and it's fitting that he and Nick Saban, back-to-back -back days, the best of friends, uh, step away from their respective teams. We are just getting going. It's official. Bill Belichick and the Patriots have parted ways. We want you to be a part of the Carlin versus Joe Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It's not college football season. Without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve, ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. You'll hear more from Belichick, Kraft, former players, contemporaries around the league over the next three hours. It all begins next on ESPN Radio.
This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Bill Belichick, who turned 72 in April, is parting ways with the Patriots after 24 seasons in Foxborough. Perhaps not a surprise, but still jarring when you hear it. It's a new era in New England. Good players end up saying goodbye. Great coaches end up saying goodbye. Never be duplicated again. It's the greatest run in the history of the NFL. It's my honor and pleasure to introduce Bill Belichick. Yeah, I like football. I like football season and all the things that go with it. And so after 24 years, Bill Belichick is leaving New England. It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. And, I mean, if you're looking for breaking news, this is the place to be. Because we have had it the last few days, and we've got even more breaking news right freaking now. Carlin versus Joe. Breaking news. Uh, Pete Thamel reporting, Dan Lanning is staying at Oregon, so he will not be going to uh, take over for Nick Saban at Alabama. And they did it with Dan Lanning saying, the grass is not always greener uh, on the other side, and the grass is damn green at Oregon. He put a stamp on that, on the fact that he was staying put in Eugene. He just became a god in Eugene. Yeah. All right, a god in Eugene. Given what they've gone through post Chip Kelly, they've gone from coach to coach to coach. Every time it feels like they have something figured out, the guy always leaves. Willie Taggart bolted for Florida State. That didn't work out. Mario Cristobal bolted for Miami. And now you've got Lanning, who had the biggest, baddest job on the planet open up for him. Everyone linked him. Everyone had him at the top of the list. And it turns out he's staying. What would be hilarious, hilarious for all of this, is if Alabama came out and was just like, we weren't actually even interested. I'm not sure why he's announcing this, right? Like that's not saying Good for that's you, Danny. The- <laughs> we weren't bringing you here anyway. Uh, not sure what this is in relation to, but we've actually never even heard of Dan Lanning. No, good for Lanning. Good for the good for Oregon fans, right there. They're about to move to the Big Ten. The last thing you want, and we'll get into this later with Saban, but this is important to note. 
This is going to start a very vicious trickle-down effect around college football. It is late in the process, and whoever Mm -hmm. takes that job, a major program is going to get blown up, and they're going to have to scramble as all their recruits bolt because they're going to be looking for a head coach. Again, more on that later. Yeah, we will get into all of the repercussions of Nick Saban's retirement later on in the show. Right now, it's about Bill Belichick, who just spoke to the media. Now, at the very beginning, as we said, uh, we – we're not on the air yet when he sp- began speaking, so we missed about a minute of what he had to say, and we want to get that to you so that you get the entire picture of what Belichick had to say. So here is the opening part of his news conference, about a minute that we did not get until we got on the air. All right, morning. Seen this many cameras since we signed Tebow. Uh, Robert and I, after a you know series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to um, part ways. And uh, for me, this is a day of... Um, you know, gratitude and celebration. Um, start with Robert and his family. Um, it's great. So much thanks for the opportunity to, to be a coach here for 24 years. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. Um, received tremendous support. Uh, we had a vision of, you know, building a winner, building a championship football team here. And uh, that's exceeded, exceeded my, my wildest dreams um, and expectations. Uh, the amount of success that we were able to achieve together, um, you know, through a lot of hard work and, you know, contributions of so many people. Um, so I'm very proud of that and, and um, I always have those those great memories. I'll carry with those, those with me the rest of my life. And then you heard the rest of uh, Belichick earlier, along with Robert Kraft. Now, Kraft is going to take questions from the media later at 2 p.m. Eastern time, about an hour and 40 minutes from now. Joe, I think Greeny put it best that, It wasn't surprising, given how much we've talked about this uh, over the last six months, but it certainly is jarring when you consider that he's not going to be there and how synonymous Belichick has been with the Patriots. And I'm wondering, we saw Brady leave, we see Belichick leave, where does that leave the Patriots as an organization right now? Because we we can go through all of the achievements and you already went through some of them you're never going to be able to quantify what somebody like that has meant to an organization in winning six championships oh they're about to find out what the other side of the coin looks like in 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 foxborough that is not an appealing job that's not an appealing job at all you look at the openings that you have right now eight of them patriots titans raiders chargers in the nfc it's the commanders the panthers the falcons and the Seahawks. That Patriot job's near the bottom. It's it's not below Carolina. Carolina's a bad job, but you'd want the Atlanta job before you go to New England. You'd want the Commander job before you go to New England. You'd want the Charger job before New England. You can make the case. New England right now, welcome to the other side of the equation because you are essentially the Tennessee Titans right now. What do you have to offer, right? Like, what do you have to offer right now? You got a great legacy. That doesn't mean anything to the new head coach. Who cares? You're going to come in there. You don't have a quarterback. You've got a pick that might not be high enough to get one of the top quarterbacks that's coming out, right? You have no skilled players on offense. You might have a decent defense. You're in a division where the Bills have Josh Allen. The Jets are going to bring back Aaron Rodgers. The Dolphins are going to win 11 games this season, and everyone says that's a disappointment based on what's played out this year. I don't think that job is appealing at all. Granted, it's an NFL head coaching gig. It's appealing to the industry, but – Compared to everything else that's out there, I think New England's getting ready to buckle down for the long, hard winter here. 
I'll take it a step further. If you were Kraft the other day and you've had a discussion with Belichick and you hear him say publicly, I am willing to step back from the personnel side, then I really have to think about keeping him there and not letting him go somewhere else. I'm not going to say this was a rash decision, but based on everything that you just said, what was the one redeeming quality of the Patriots, their defense? And I don't think anybody thinks that Belichick had the game defensively pass him by. The biggest knock is the talent evaluation and who they brought in. Peter King had this note the other day, blew me away. From 2016 to 2020, any Patriot first, second, or third round pick during that five-year span did not sign a second contract with the team. That's alarming. I mean, that's brutal. So if you're Belichick and you're willing, I don't know if it was a ploy and it very well may have been, okay, just to say that publicly the other day, but if you are legitimately willing to stay there and bring in a great personnel guy, who, by the way, gets a chance to work with him and pick his brain uh, for a couple of years, for Kraft, that might have been the better way to go here because I don't know that this defense is going to be as good with somebody else running it, Joe. I don't think it's going to matter. I think I, you're... It's gonna, you, I mean, it could, I could make the case if they got a couple of offensive pieces, they might be back in the mix next year. I don't know. If they I, got the quarterback. Full-on rebuild here. Full-on rebuild. You got to remember, you're not going to be able to sell yourself the way you used to. They were able to bring in guys back in the day like Randy Moss because of Tom Brady. You were able to bring in guys like Wes Welker because of Tom Brady. Look at how they were able to recruit on both sides of the ball, how they were able to stack guys, whether it was aging veterans who had just enough left in the tank who were chasing a ring. Wasn't Darrell Rivas there? For yep. crying out loud, mm-hmm. like they were able to recruit because they had the dynasty. They had so much to sell. Yes, it's going to be a long, hard winter when you're living in Massachusetts. That's how it is in the Northeast. Yes, it might not have the allure of living in a place like Miami or Los Angeles, New York City, where your money and your power and your fame is going to lead to so many great and wonderful things with your social life. It's different there. And they were able to sell, at the very least, playing alongside Belichick, playing alongside Brady. They don't have that anymore. They've got nothing to sell you. Those banners up there, that's a bygone era. It's gone. What are you going to sell sell people on right now? Well, you know, we've got the what? What do they have? The number three pick? The number four pick? Three. That's not even good enough to get you Caleb Williams or Drake May. Maybe it can get you Jaden Daniels. And maybe if Daniels goes second and May falls, you could get him. But there's not a whole lot you're going to sell free agents on. So it's going to be tough to sell free agents. Your draft pick isn't high enough to grab Caleb Williams. The new head coach, this is a full-on rebuild. The Patriots that we know and love and remember for the last 20-plus years, dead. It's a, it's, it's, you're looking at the Tennessee Titans right now in the Northeast. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. So... What's next for the Patriots? And what's next for Bill Belichick? All of that is on the way, and you're going to hear from Robert Kraft on why they made this decision now. It's after Joe has this from our friends at Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer all your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. 
This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Bill Belichick, who turned 72 in April, is parting ways with the Patriots after 24 seasons in Foxborough. Perhaps not a surprise, but still jarring when you hear it. It's a new era in New England. Good players end up saying goodbye. Great coaches end up saying goodbye. Never be duplicated again. It's the greatest run in the history of the NFL. It's my honor and pleasure to introduce Bill Belichick. Yeah, I like football. I like football season and all the things that go with it. I mean, it can't be duplicated. It, it it truly can't in the way this league is structured. And <laughs> you could honestly say that the MVP of it all wasn't even Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady's salary that allowed them to still go out and do so many different things to make them a contender each and every year. But he was such a big part of it, as was Belichick. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We just heard from Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick a little while ago. Here's Robert Kraft on the decision right now that the two made to mutually part ways. What Bill accomplished with us, in my opinion, will never be replicated. And the fact that it was done in the salary cap and free agency era makes it even more extraordinary. I thank Coach Bill for his hard work and dedication. It'll be difficult to see him in a cutoff hoodie on the sideline, but I will always continue wish him continued success, except when he's playing our beloved Patriots. Here's a little bit more from him on that same topic. The man standing to my left brought the leadership and coaching skills that were needed to make this type of unprecedented success that we have had possible. Coach Belichick will forever be celebrated as a legendary sports icon here in New England, and I believe go in as a pro football Hall of Famer on the first ballot. Why? Because he is the greatest coach of all times. 
which makes this decision to part ways so hard. But this is a move that we mutually agreed that is needed at this time. Listen, it was all headed in this direction, but I, I am fascinated to really see what's next with Bill. Because we sat here yesterday, we're talking about Pete Carroll when it was announced he was out, energetic, 71-year-old, whatever he is at this point. Um, and we've got the same thing with Belichick, not the same in terms of his outward energy, but it's very clear he wants to continue to coach. And I only think there are one or two places that really make any sense for him, Joe. I got two. Do you want them one-two or do you want them two-one? However you want. I think there's going to be a bidding war between two owners. It's going to come down to Washington and Atlanta. Those are going to be the two spots. Mm. I think Arthur Blank is going to want to bring him in to stabilize the organization. Blank has tried it with younger guys over the last how long? It was It was what? Mike Smith. That didn't work as well. So then he tried it with the coordinator and Dan Quinn. And then they've moved on. Arthur Smith. It, it just It's not working. There's a lot of talent in Atlanta. Arthur Blank has a lot of money. He's going to want to stabilize that organization and get it moving in the right direction. Read the tea leaves on what's happening in Washington. Okay, any report, it's sliding through the cracks because there's so much news out there today on Saban and Belichick. Josh Harris has sped up the process trying to find his general manager. He's got it narrowed down to two. San Francisco assistant general manager Adam Peters, Chicago Bears assistant general manager Ian Cunningham. He wants that hire to go down ASAP so that they can get into this coaching mix. Belichick's from Annapolis, and that's an appealing job. $86 million in cap space in Washington right now. Number one in the NFL. You have the number two overall pick. You have five draft picks in the top 100, six draft picks in the top 103. You got a lot to work with there. You've also got two good receivers in Dotson and McLaurin. There is stuff to build around in Washington. So I think those are going to be the two franchises that are the most interested in Belichick and the ones that are willing to get into a bidding war, Washington and Atlanta. See, here's why I'm fascinated that you would say that. Bill needs to go someplace where they have the most important position in place, and neither of those places does, really, unless you're a – are you a big Sam Howell guy? I'm not. You're going to be drafting a new quarterback. Yeah, and so with that being said, you either have to get a quarterback if you're Washington in the draft, which – Right now, they're not positioned to necessarily do that. They're number two. Uh, Washington? Washington's drafting number two, aren't they? Uh, am I confusing that? I, I Wilner, you just confirmed me, right? I'm Carlin's got me thinking I'm on crazy pills over here. Yes, they're number two. Yeah, Washington's number two? Am I bad? I'm, I'm completely blanked on that. I don't know how I screwed that up. That's a terrible job by me. Can't wait for the next part of this analysis. Well, that, uh, yeah, throw that out the window. I was going to say, you better not have anything negative to say about anything I just laid out. Yeah, I don't know how I screwed that up. <laughs> Holy crap. I mean, Sam Howell's got 21 picks, and I'm thinking they can't pick a quarterback this year. What the heck's going on? Anyway, <laughs> my bad. That's number one. Uh, number two, uh, if but even so... If you're Belichick, are you going to bank on the fact that you're going to get the next CJ Stroud? Well, let's not spot? let's not assume let's not assume any of the availabilities with head coach with quarterback play that's talented are going to be interested. How, all right, here are the eight available options, and the Patriots aren't one of them, so we'll rule them out. We got seven: uh, Tennessee quarterback play very much up in the air; Vegas quarterback play up in the air; 
Washington, quarterback play up in the air. Carolina's got Bryce Young. I don't know if you want to go work for Tepper, but, you know, we can see. Atlanta, quarterback play up in the air. Seattle's got Geno, so if they're interested. But I don't know if you want to go from Pete Carroll to, to Bill Belichick, but maybe. And then there's the Chargers. The Chargers are the one team with a quarterback. I don't think the Chargers are getting into those sweepstakes. I think the Chargers are going for Harbaugh 1, Pete Carroll 2, maybe vice versa, because Pete Carroll is a perfect fit for the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, but we're we're not also including teams that after this weekend might be looking for a coach. Very true, but until Which that happens... I think that we would point to a couple of teams in particular, including one that you're not even necessarily thinking about. We'll get to that next. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. My friends, want to remind you we're presented by Progressive insurance your small business keeps you on the go progressive commercial insurance keeps your policy within reach with our easy to use mobile app learn more at progressivecommercial.com i'm gonna get a shot of coffee and see if i can get a little clarity in my grande cabeza there after that (laughs) mess carla versus joe espn radio this is the carlin versus joe podcast on espn radio Bill Belichick, who turned 72 in April, is parting ways with the Patriots after 24 seasons in Foxborough. Perhaps not a surprise, but still jarring when you hear it. It's a new era in New England. Good players end up saying goodbye. Great coaches end up saying goodbye. Never be duplicated again. It's the greatest run in the history of the NFL. It's my honor and pleasure to introduce Bill Belichick. Yeah, I like football. I like football season and all the things that go with it. Caught in there, too, with Robert Kraft's comments earlier, how much he regretted not hiring him immediately once they worked out the deal with Parcells in New York to be the head coach for the Patriots back in, what, 97-ish? It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. So the question is, what's next for Belichick? And we were talking about it just a few moments ago. Joe is saying uh, the places to look at, he thinks, would be Atlanta and Washington would be uh, great fits there, whether or not they're going to pursue them. I mean, we certainly have heard that uh, the Falcons are very interested uh, in Belichick from numerous reports. I, I think it's the Chargers because you have a quarterback in place. And then I think it's another team that is still up in the air here, Joe, and that is the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys, if they lose this weekend and maybe even next because of his availability, I would absolutely see Jerry Jones going and doing it. The only thing that would keep him from doing it would be that need for all the credit in it. But he did go and hire Parcells at one point, so it can't possibly be all of it right now when you have reached his age. That's the place where I would look at if they disappoint here in the postseason. All right, you got to walk me through that because that's just not a, well, Belichick isn't a huge fan of the state of Texas or he doesn't really like the central time zone. Like that's the big hangup that has been Jerry's hangup pretty much forever is that he can't bring in a head coach who's going to be out there making decisions on his own. Jerry needs to control him. 
This yeah. is a guy who had all the control in New England. He is the exact polar opposite of what Jerry Jones traditionally has been looking for. So walk me through how we bridge that gap. Couple of couple of ways. Number one, Jerry's age. What's more important now? Is it still the credit or is it winning? Is it getting over the hump? Is it recognizing that you need something special to get over the hump? And you can't just go with an average coach who can't manage a clock to save his life. Can't do that and expect to continue to win. Number two, the Dallas Cowboys are the crown jewel of the NFL in Jerry Jones' mind. And certainly, financially, all indications would be that's true. Who's been the crown jewel of coaching for the last 25 years? That'd be Bill Belichick. Exactly. And if you're Belichick and you're going to go there, you're obviously going to get it carved out as exactly how you want it to be if you're going to take that job. But you're going to get paid a fortune. You're going to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And you could potentially bring that franchise back to greatness where they haven't been there in 30 years. So that would be a feather in his cap when you are talking about when we are ultimately comparing two guys and it's not another coach. It's Brady and Belichick. What's going to give Bill the best chance to match Brady? Because I don't think he's chasing the ghosts of like Don Shuler or anything. I think part of this is chasing the ghost of Brady and the fact that he was able to do it somewhere else. I think that's all of it. I think that's 100% of it. The ability to show that, hey, it wasn't all Brady. That is one of the greatest questions, one of the greatest sports talk radio debates of all time right up until Brady answered it for everyone. Yeah. Like, if Brady had gone to Tampa and played pretty well, gone to the playoffs, maybe an NFC Championship game and they don't make it, it's like, all right, yeah, these two were a match made in heaven. Brady's obviously great. Belichick's fantastic. But it went – it couldn't have gone worse for Bill. Brady left – immediately won a Super Bowl. Bill didn't do anything. The franchise completely fell apart. It's at the worst spot it's been in decades. And then he got fired. So I know they kept saying mutual parting of ways, but Belichick obviously wants to keep coaching. Right. And he had said just last week he wants to keep coaching in New England. So I think we can maybe connect some dots here. The Dallas option is is huge. I mean, yeah, it'd make a lot of sense in terms of finding a way to win there. Jerry, that's a big matzo ball he has to get over if he's going to bring in a guy that's going to get all the credit for them succeeding. Because remember, if Jerry dismisses his current coach and the next guy comes in and wins, Jerry doesn't get any of that credit. That credit all goes to Bill Belichick for getting them over the hump. Bill was the guy who won the Super Bowl, not Jerry. Jerry finally realized McCarthy wasn't the guy when everyone was telling him for years. That's big. Another one I'll throw at you, and I wonder who says no to this. If they flame out and they don't perform well, <laughs> as an ultimate, ultimate you-know-what to craft for firing him, he goes to Buffalo and he <laughs> takes over for Sean McDermott if the Bills decide to part ways with their head coach. Uh, Do the Bills fans rally around that? Because this is a guy who has to tormented them yeah. for two decades. That would be a tough one to accept. <laughs> I mean... Man, I listen, when you're a team that got as close as they did 30 years ago and you haven't been back that close since and you've never won a Super Bowl, you have to get there. Who like, is the D.C. on the other side of that wide right? Yeah. That was Belichick under Parcells. It is potentially the greatest defensive game plan that's ever been in a game. I mean, here's the point. 
and Adam Schefter will make it better than we can. Bill Belichick is looming over some guys that are still coaching during the playoffs. I think the board is wide open, and I think today's developments could, could lead to other changes, potentially, whether that's with a team in the playoffs or out of the playoffs. We will see, but that's going to be something that all owners have to decide, and I think as the playoffs get underway this weekend, to a certain extent, Bill Belichick looms over them. Because if there's a team that falls on its face and falls flat, then that owner knows mm. that there's quite an accomplished, proven coach out there right now. And I think Bill Belichick knows from his previous experiences with Tom Brady and post-Tom Brady, it's important for him to have a quarterback. And I don't know that he goes to a place that doesn't have one. Hmm. So that, that was kind of speaking of what we were talking about earlier, or at least be positioned to get one. I mean, does the Eagles Bucks? become loser leaves town <laughs> i mean I'm, think about that for a second wow. like think about it like it is an interesting scenario to think as adam said at the beginning there that this move actually changes some minds of some owners who are in the playoffs depending on what happens on this weekend without a shadow of a doubt if, if you're if you are lukewarm on your current head coach and you see that jim harbaugh's entering the cycle Pete Carroll's entering the cycle, and Bill Belichick's entering the cycle. And that's before you even mention Mike Vrabel, who any other year would be at the top of everybody's list. Maybe he's now fourth. We can argue that later. But those four names are out there, and you're sitting there looking at, say, Todd Bowles and wondering, all right, you know, we won the division, but for the second year in a row, we won a really bad division. If we were anywhere else, we're not winning this division. Like, you got to be thinking, do we throw our hat in the ring for one of these four outstanding candidates, right? Like New Orleans standing pat, good luck, New Orleans. We'll see you in a couple decades when you figure things out. Yeah. The Bears standing pat, good luck, Chicago. We'll see you in five decades when you decide to figure things out. Right now, anybody on the cusp, I mean, you, you got to be. Howie Roseman's always wheeling and dealing, always. If Philly flames out to Tampa, you don't think he's at least trying to make a call? This is the guy who was who the one guy who oh, could Howie lure Roseman Chip Kelly away from Eugene. No well, one thought Chip would ever leave. But Howie Roseman would hate it. I mean, that would be Jeffrey Lurie. Howie Roseman would absolutely could not be able to stand Bill Belichick being there because he'd lose a ton of credit. How about uh, Bill this? or Harbaugh or Pete or any of these guys, if Sirianni, Sirianni manages this abject failure that has been the last seven weeks for the Eagles. This is something that they are talking about right now. And one of the most plugged-in guys down there is talking about it. What about Tampa? Ira Kaufman has been as tight in that organization as any reporter slash columnist has been for the, for the entirety of his career. You're suggesting Belichick follows Brady. I'm suggesting that's something that they might be talking about. <laughs> trying to convince him to do it if Todd Bowles loses Monday night. Uh... <laughs> Can that's, you imagine that that's for rich. a second? That's rich. <laughs> How about a Belichick-Baker-Mayfield marriage? Oh, it feels like that wouldn't be the guy. I mean, this is amazing, isn't it? Think about all the different possibilities about where this guy could end up. I love this job so much. Oh, my I God, I love this we, job. We come in here, it's like I'm not even – I mean, what's, what's prep today? Like, what's prep? Shotgun every possible theory you have out there, and I will discuss it for the next 48 hours straight. I don't even feel like I'm at work today. This is hilarious. If we could get a couple beers in here, things would be perfect. But, you know, 
rules and regulations and all that stuff. Like, there's only one. There's there's really two places where I can guarantee if Belichick's not going to be coaching: the Patriots and the Jets. <laughs> That's it. That's cause because the Jets, he hates can't the Jets get out of their own way. But yeah, there you go. Uh yeah. The 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 Dallas one that you started with is fascinating. That's the type of one that gets everybody going. But for I mean, if Jerry doesn't think one step down the line where it's look, if I bring in Bill and Bill's able to win, everyone's giving Bill the credit. Because Dallas Plus, hasn't been able I'll to do anything else, for decades in the playoffs. You know what else? That would also be Belichick. As much as he and Parcells swept it under the rug during the you know the two Bills thing, he'd be sticking it to to Parcells by going and winning in Dallas when Parcells couldn't do it. <laughs> also to Kraft, as Kraft and Jones are the two most powerful owners in the game. It's amazing, and it's fascinating to watch. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.